The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Liverpool Live. Good evening. Am I allowed to say evening? Well, it's six o'clock, so yeah. Evening, or do you say Oh, no, we, we decided last time it was pre-evening. Pre-evening, okay. Good pre-evening, everybody. You're listening to The Lads. I am Dickie Mint. I'm Andy. And, uh, oh, I was going to I thought you were going to carry on speaking then, but obviously if you're not. Oh. We have got a lot going on in this show. So we have got Dave Hargreaves from Mind, Body and Soul and also Method Monk uh, on with us today talking about mental health and life coaching. Yeah, we're also going to be discussing an epic 600-mile road trip to collect 20,000 VHSs. We're crazy. Gonna be, it is crazy. We're also going to be listening to some misheard song lyrics. Again, this week I've picked all the songs, so they're all good. We've got music from Girls Aloud, Rag and Bone Man, Rag and Bone Man, Rag and Bone Man, <laughs> Jerry Cinnamon, and Miley Cyrus and Stevie Nicks with Edge of Midnight. Can I just say, if I find out in those 20,000 videos that that guy has gone to pick up, if Flight of the Navigator is not in there, mortified. I've got it on cut in the house, I'll bring it in for you. Okay. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Helping you deal with mental health problems in a more positive way. Welcome back to Lads. That was Edge of Midnight by Marty Cyrus and Stevie Nicks. That's a tune and a half, that. You pick it, you're picking all the songs again. Yeah, but we've already established that I've got the best taste in music. Who, who established this, by the way? The listeners. Way? It was, it, 80s, it, was a, it was a one-off. It we'll, wasn't a one-off. We'll, we'll do another one at some point. Next week. Right. We'll do another one. We'll do your favourite all times. We won't stick to a... 80s verse 90s will just do your top top three songs ever okay ever yeah. i will win no you won't we'll see okay. we'll see so we've got in the studio with us we've got dave hargreaves from mind body and soul talking about mental health uh how to help people etc so to give people a breakdown who don't know anything about you or about what you do can you give us a breakdown how you came how you started it up why etc First of all, thanks for, for having me on the show. No problem. Uh, much appreciated. Um, so, yeah, obviously, name's Dave. Um, so, for a long time in my life, I've always been passionate about helping other people. Um, I've done a lot of sort of learning developments and training and things like that. Um, and about five years ago, I got into life coaching, um, and it was something that became very purposeful. So... I realised this is my purpose in life and this is the reason I'm here. I'm here to help other people um, to fulfil their potential, essentially. So went and done a course, um, got qualified as a life coach um, and then partnered up with my business partner, who's also the godfather of my youngest child, uh, one of my closest friends. Um, and we, we started the business Mind, Body and Soul with the intention of making the world a better place, um, by helping others and being as, as open and as accessible as possible because we find that um, in the community, sometimes things around mental health, sometimes things around even just improvement or improving your life aren't as accessible as they should be. So that's our passion and that's what we're, we're looking to do. When you, I mean, you've just hit something on the head and I don't know if it's an age thing. Me and Andy have talked about this before. You've just said you set up a business to help people and obviously a lot of people set up business to make money but you've just said 
help people, which I don't know if it's an age thing because I've come to a point where I'm like, I'd, I like helping people. I don't see the, oh, I can make profit from this. I can do that. I can do this. What was it that triggered it in, in yourself and your business part that you thought, this, this is what, did you see something? Did something personal happen? Was it just something like, right, th- this, is, this is what we're supposed to do. I want to do this for people. Well, speaking personally for myself, I think um, having children is a massive motivator. And yeah. I think uh, once you bring another human being into the world, you start getting a bit more serious and a bit more um, future thinking about what am I here for? Yeah. What is life about? And what do I want to pass on to my kids? Um, and also as well, like who you are and what you stand for. So, you know, my business partner, Andy and myself, we've got very similar values. Um, you know, we stand for truth and justice and we want, um, we want to help. It's a natural thing as well, I think, for human beings to help. But you spend your whole life fighting, mm. you know, and you, you go through your twenties being the, the the selfish one, yeah. you know, and um, egotistical if you like. But then there's, there comes a point, whether it's having kids or if it's going through a massive life event, you know, it could be losing someone, it could be anything. But people find that inspiration, and once you get real and and you look yourself in the mirror, essentially, and say why am I here? You, you find your purpose. And I think my purpose is to, to help people. When did it come about then? When, when I've, I was reading before that it was set up in July, was that July of this year or last year? This year. This year. And everything's been moving like super fast. We've made <laughs> loads of um, really good connections in the community, lots of community groups, lots of charities. Um, and these are all um, organizations that we're going to support. Um, support through doing learning development, support through doing community projects. Um, we've got a number of things on the go at the moment. Um, but the first thing we're going to do is that this Mental Health and Wellbeing Day that we're doing is a free event. Um, again, we want it to be easily accessible by the public. And we've brought a bunch of um, businesses and charities to come in and do a wellbeing fair. So once we've educated uh, the guys who come and do the course, they can then go and experience um what other community projects have got to offer. So, Tell us about that day that you've got coming up. So am I right in thinking, is it the 12th of September? No, 16th. 16th of September, 16th, Thursday the 16th. So what's going on that day? Um, so essentially, uh, we're inviting people from the community in the north end of Birkenhead. So it's in the St. James Community Centre. Um, and what we're offering basically is for people um, from the community to come and learn um, about mental health awareness and also about well-being. So it's all about kind of uh, what things can, you know, we've all been through COVID, so it just seemed natural to be focusing on this thing first. Yeah. Companies mind, body and soul, so let's start with mind, yeah, and let's help people with their mental health. Um, so essentially we're gonna do some training in the day, so that'll be two to four hours. We've got a couple of guest speakers. Uh, we're gonna come in and talk about some of their um, experiences with mental health, or mental ill health, if you like. Um, and how they got over it and, you know, what they've got in their life now that helps them to, to stay on, on track. Um, and then the, the fair that we're doing later on brought a few organisations together, uh, people like uh, Birkenhead Park. So, you know, they've got um, their 175th birthday next year. Yeah. You know, it's a heritage site. It's, um, and they've got lots of stuff going on next year in terms of a year's full of events. Um, so they're going to bring some stuff along. Um, we've got... Ruth, who runs the Healthy Gut Company, um, which is, uh, she makes her own kombucha, yeah. which is uh, like really healthy for your gut, but your gut and your brain have got to... Yeah, it's linked. 
exactly yeah. it's linked so if your gut's happy your mind's happy so the people we're inviting they've got something to offer from a well-being stance so it's kind of like it, do a bit of learning hopefully we can motivate some people and show them you know techniques and ways to um stay on track and stay positive uh, and then you what it starts at 9 30 and it's until five isn't it essentially yeah, yeah. um it's just a, a little bit of time for people to come in get comfortable until about 12 or 1 whatever time it goes on till and then the fair will be there around two o'clock which is open to the public cool right so that's on at st james's center 16th of uh september thursday 9 30 till 5 you can all go along mm-hmm. We're going to go for a break and then we'll come back and we're going to look at a bit more in depth about your company uh, and what it can do to help uh, everybody uh, around the region. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Liverpool Live. Welcome back to the Lads. That was Belter by Jerry Cinnamon. We're still joined by Dave Hargreaves and Dickie Mint, unfortunately, is still here. Cheeky. Um, so we've just been talking about MBS Connections um, and the fair that's happening on the 16th of September. Um, you've also got another company called Method Monk, which is um, a training company, I believe, with a, a, a unique selling point. Yeah, um, it's more life coaching. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we've got the L&D uh, side covered with um, MBS Connections. Uh, and my personal passion is life coaching. Um, and I've been doing it for a couple of years and I've had some clients. Um, my office was, for a long time, uh, Hilbury Island at West Kirby. Yeah. Um, used to meet a client there and we used to walk out to Hilbury Island and we'd do our coaching and have a swim in the sea and, and, and stuff like that. And um, So we came up with the name just recently, so it's, uh, it's Method Monk. And, yeah, things are going really well with that as well in terms of uh, doing one-to-one clients. Um I also did some work with some ex-offenders just recently. And in terms of um, mental health, the, the feedback that I got was that it really helped with their mental health and, and, and the challenges that they were facing coming out of prison and trying to go into employment. Um, so that's just given me a, a, an extra gear for, for that side of, of business for me to, to kind of to push it and to, and to get it out there and help people yeah. with that. We've known each other for a while. We used to work together, mm-hmm. and I know that you're the way you you coach people and train people is a really good way. Because obviously, over in the other place, there was multiple trainers, bank trainers, and whenever I went on a session with you, I always felt like I got more out of that session than with anyone else. Because you don't make it about you need to do this, 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 and this. This you go. You need to do this. The reason you can do this, how can you change to do this? And I feel that's going to benefit anybody that comes and works with you because although it was a company thing, you never looked at it as a company point of view. It was always as a personal point of view and how this training can help develop you. And I think a lot of other people that we worked with all felt the same because when you left, everyone was quite upset, to be be honest with you. So I think think it is going to be a a really good thing. So... um, what are you looking to do with it in the long run? Are you looking to get to develop this into not just ex-offenders and people like that, but taking it into the workplace and giving people the opportunity to develop themselves that way? Yeah, I mean, the scope's quite big, really, for life coaching. But 
what I would like to do is try and narrow down the customer that I'm that I'm aiming at. But ultimately, like from from when I was a child, I was very um, aware of minority groups and yeah. being inclusive. So I think my life coaching is probably more aimed at people of, of, of a minority group. So when I worked with the ex-offenders, <clears throat> I felt like these are people who do need help. There are parts of a minority. And it's those people who just need that chance. Um, and when they're given that, that time or that attention, they get a lot out of it. Yeah. Sometimes if you are life coaching someone who hasn't asked for it, um, it may not go as well. Mm. But if it's somebody who's really needs, a, a, you know, a leg up, you know, a pull up or, you know, someone to just reach out and help them. Mm. I think that's where my style, my uh, approach comes in. And I think what you were just saying before about making it about the individual, um, from a coaching standpoint, I think it's important to, it, it's almost like dragging the information out of the, of the client because yeah. we all know the answers. We've all got the answers. You just need to ask the right poignant questions to, to bring it to the surface. I think that's one of the problems. So people have the answers, but until they know how to verbalize it, they don't follow what they need to follow, if you get yeah. what I mean. that's Because yeah. everyone knows right and wrong, but if they've had like a little blip in their life or something and they, they start suppressing the feelings and everything, mm -hmm. they, they sort of lose the concept of right or wrong. They know that it's wrong. Yeah. But if someone's like an ex-offender and go, right, I want to go and get my life sorted out, it's down to ever's coaching them to go, right, you know this is wrong, you tell yeah. me why this is wrong. And then they go, oh, yeah, I've done yeah. this wrong in my life, I've done that wrong in my life. And it, I have seen it myself where people have been not the best people. One little thing's happened to them and they've just had that like light, light switch on moment and gone, mm -hmm. this is all wrong. Yeah. And you need the, the help of someone to do that. Yeah. Well, one of the, um, well, what I've devised, basically, I've designed a 12-step program. Um, and, and it's essentially, it's like, if you want to make a goal in life or chase a dream, I believe you can't actually fully make that goal until you know yourself internally fully. Yeah. So the first four stages of me 12-step program is all about self-discovery and, you know, what personality type are you? You know, and, and, and what's your strengths and weaknesses? What's yeah. your fears? You know, when you face these things, that's almost like your foundations then for, for change. Because sometimes, I mean, I, and, I, and I've coached people in the past where they come in saying, I want to do this, I want to do that. And it's like, well, once you get to know yourself, that goal can change because it doesn't actually reflect your true purpose in life mm. or, and who you are and what your identity is. So that's, that's what's important for me. And what. Do you find it coincides quite well? Because obviously... You know, being a life coach, but then obviously that the the mental health side of things it obviously can coincide. And obviously, since uh, the, the pandemic, mm -hmm. a lot of people, I'm sure, me and Andy have discussed it before. You you sat at home, you have this. Some people probably go uh, in a bad way, but then others probably exactly what you've been saying probably get a bit stuck in themselves and go, "What is it I want to do? I, I, I don't want to do this. I need somebody to." tell me what to do have you found since the pandemic has hit that that people wanting life coaching advice somebody of you know with your stature and, and your knowledge they need your help have you found an increase in people yeah. after this yeah yeah because what's happened in the pandemic as, as as negative and as bad and all the rest of it that it is it was um you know sometimes i think to myself we might look back on this in 20 years and think that it was our saving grace yeah 
because the world had to stop. And when you stop, you reflect. Mm. And when you reflect, um, that's when you can get rid of bad habits and put good habits in. And I've definitely, um, there has been an influx of interest. Um, I've had more clients because people have realized what they, what they truly want to do. Because they've had that time to stop and think. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and it, there is a, a, an absolute crossover. And it's purposefully done, really, in the fact that life coaching, the mental health awareness, so yeah. MBS and Method Monk, it, they're together, really, but they're just two separate entities because there's the 12-step program which has been designed, so that's its own thing, really. But you do cross over, and there's, you know, obviously with the, my style and my approach, mm. I bring that to, to everything that I do anyway. Great. Sounds good. Okay, so we, we, we are running out of time to talk about this. Do you want to just give a quick recap of the event that's happening on the 16th and where they can find the information regarding this? We'll put it on our socials as well. But if, if anyone wants to have a look now, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. So it's the it's a mental health and, and wellbeing awareness day uh, that goes uh, alongside the wellbeing fair held at St James's um, Community Centre, which is in the North End area of Birkenhead. Um, anybody in the community is welcome to come along uh, and experience the fair. We're going to be dropping flyers out to the, to the local community uh, to invite people in uh, to come and learn about the mental health awareness. And also as well, it, you know, it's a completely free day and this has just done out the, the, the goodness of our hearts, really. We just want to help people. We're coming out of a pandemic. You know, it's time now to, to kind of spread our wings and, you know, and, and, and go and live life again because it has been difficult for a lot of people and we understand that and we want to, we want to help people and we want to make this as accessible as possible. So any social media... Um, our social media and website is just getting designed at the moment, so hopefully that will be up and running um, in a couple of days. So it'll be we'll be able to get that out on our socials as well. Um, but ultimately, yeah, we, we look forward to doing the day, and it's also like a bit of a trial run as well because we yeah. can do this at any other community. If anybody's interested in us coming along and doing it, you know, more than happy to to facilitate that. How can they get in touch with you about life coaching if anybody wants any uh, anything with regards to that? Um, yeah, so if you want to get in touch with me uh, for life coaching, um, you can contact me through MBS Connections cool. for now, just because everything is in process for the website and things like that. So um, it's Dave Hargreaves at mbsconnections.co.uk. I know it's a bit of a mouthful, so no, we'll get that. We'll get that out on social media as well, so people okay. can uh, check Instagram and Facebook, and we'll make sure that it's out there. So if anybody wants to uh, contact Dave, then uh, check out our check out our Facebook or Instagram uh, page at Liverpool Live Radio, okay. and uh, we'll have all the details there. We will do. Um, we're going to go for another quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have Rag and Bone Man with all you ever wanted. Tune. The lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Helping you deal with mental health problems in a more positive way. And we're back. You're listening to the lads. Uh, that was Rag and Bone Man. All you ever wanted. I had to ask Andy five times what it was called just to make sure I got that right. And you've done an impression of Rag and Bone Man in a Jamaican accent. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I just feel that name would be. Yeah, I just feel like. Do you know, Rag and Bone Man used to be a school teacher. Did I? Yeah, yeah. He was a primary school teacher and he had all the tattoos all over his face. Them kids must have been petrified. No, but how cool would it be to have a teacher like that yeah. and then go, look at him now? 
Mm. Yeah, pretty awesome. Anyway, yeah. right. Well, we're, uh, you're still stuck with me and Andy, and we also have Dave with us still. We are going... I heard a crazy story, which we're going to talk about, uh, and I heard the crazy story off Dave and Andy, so I'm going to let them tell you about it, because uh, well, this intrigues me. I've seen it in the news, but it just so happens... Um, Dave is friends with this person, so his, his name... <laughs> which, is, which is now worrying. <laughs> yeah, his name is Andy Johnson, and he, he owns a, um, a a video shop, basically like a Blockbusters. Right. He owns oh, that. Hang on, can I just school. correct you there? Yeah. It's, it's the last standing video shop ever. Ever. The last standing video shop in the... Is it the world or the... Is Blockbusters Let's just say the world. Still Let's going? just say the world. It could be very much the world. We'll, we'll say the last VHS store in the world with a slight asterisk because okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, if yeah, the, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if the, the Blockbusters in Alaska still going. So go on, hit, 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 hit us with this story because I'm intrigued. So, um, come on, Dave, you tell us. Well, I, I'll tell you. So basically, <laughs> um, someone was throwing away twenty thousand VHS tapes in Scotland. Right. So, and what they put this on? They put this on social media, going, "I'm throwing these away. Does anybody want them before I launch them?" I'm not actually too sure. I think the the guy will have contacted Andy, right? And I said, see. "I'm throwing these away. Do you want? Do you them? want to rescue them?" Yeah. And Andy, being as passionate as he is about video and collecting them all, and he, and I think he just wants to have um, as many of these. What would you call them, Dolly? These relics, yeah, like relics, aren't they? You I know? mean, the funny thing is, I'm not mean like a VH tape is probably about not too dissimilar to the size of that book. Mm-hmm. If he's got twenty, what did he go down in? He an, must an have had to have got truck. a container, yeah. Yeah, there's no way you're going down there in in in. You know, I, I can't go down there in the Audi and go, oh, you know, just bang them in the back. Twenty thousand VHS yeah. tapes is is accumulates to quite a big amount of stock to fit into a car. So I, I would assume he has either gone down in a number of vans to collect them. Because even a van, you would need a number of them to I think, I think 20,000. Yeah, I think it was a large van. Um, I know that he went up and it was like a road trip with the guys. You know, I was invited, but, you know, I had too many responsibilities. Uh, I was actually on holiday in Scotland, so I couldn't go. But in Scotland, you could have given It's funny, I know, load. because <laughs> he actually phoned me when he was nearly there and he needed a bit of help, but I couldn't help him. But it just sounded like one of those um, those classic 80s road trip movies, yeah. the way he was explaining it to me. But um, See, I'd love that. I'd love that. Like, that, that, is a, that is an awesome, like, lads, let's get together. Why? I'm off to pick up 20,000 VHS Do, do you know what I've just thought of, though? If he's got a video shop, he obviously either sells them slash rents them out. Mm-hmm. Does that mean he's got to watch 20,000 VHSs to make sure they all work? Well, yeah, you're going to have to check Potentially. that nobody's taped over them. You know, the, the classic oh, thing God, of yeah. where you sort of like, right, I'm watching Flight of the Navigator, then halfway through something Dodge comes yeah, on. Yeah, like, we're going sh- to yeah. show our age now because it used to have the little black clip. Yeah, you yeah. And you could like, rip, it off. rip it off and you yeah. wouldn't be able to record on it. Yeah. And then you'd be looking for a tape and you'd go, I haven't got a bit of solid tape. So my, in, my next it. question then, did he tell you what was on them? Like was it just classic movies, or was it just were some of them out of out of the covers, and it yeah. was like, well, you have to play it to see what's on it. Yeah, well, um, a, a lot of them were classic movies, but one of the things he did find, um, and, and you know, paraphrasing here because I think he spoke about this on another press reel that he did, but it was at um, Princess Diana's the, the wedding, oh, but it was yeah, taped yeah. off the telly. Ah, right. you know what I mean. So it was yeah. kind of like that's a very rare yeah, thing to yeah, have, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, a live recording yeah. of the wedding. Well, so. You know, there are diamonds in the rough when he goes and digs through people's garages and, and, and finds these. Right, so I'm intrigued if you guys ever had a 
crazy trip like that off the cuff? I mean, not nothing planned where you're like, oh yeah, yeah. But has something ever happened where you've just gone, right, I've got to go. There's and so, it's like, so, right, some, not to go and get something, something has happened. And to this day, I don't know whether it was planned or not. Okay. So it was a Saturday and Liverpool were playing at the 12, half 12 kickoff. We went to watch the football. The next day I woke up and I'm in a strange house. And I'm like, don't know where I am. Walked downstairs. It was quite clearly a and b And the woman said hello to me in an Irish accent. <laughs> and I was like, right, was okay. Was this a stag do, Andy? No, no, no. This was just a normal Saturday night. And when I opened the door, I realised where I was. Because I opened the door, turned right, and O'Connell Street in Dublin was just there. I ended up in Dublin. All I had was a passport and a one-way ticket. Don't know how we got there. Had no money to get back, and I woke up in Ireland. Wow! Well, I'm I, sure I've told you this before. I, yeah, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me you ended up in Dublin. You told me you ended up waking up somewhere different. But wow, yeah. Dublin! Dublin. I, I, oh, we, we, used to go, we used to go to Dublin like every two months or something. But we must have just got like really battered and decided we were going to Dublin. I wouldn't recommend drinking that much, like. But no, I've I've never done anything where I've done where what that. Uh, gentleman did where he drove up to Scotland to pick up 20,000 VHS tapes but I have had it where I've been on a night out not done something too dissimilar to you I, I was tipsy but we were walking around Manchester and it was a case of we'd had a couple of drinks and me and my mates were like starting to rain and it always rains in Manchester and we were like well let's try somewhere different and I thought they meant, oh, we'll go to a different part of Manchester. Nope. We ended up paying, jumping on uh, jumping on a train, and we went up to just above somewhere up in Cumbria and just ended up in this random remote village. I just remember getting off and thinking, we've really done this. But when you've had a bit of a drink, it's it seems okay. When you wake up the next day and you're sort of like, how are we going to get home? Yeah. I feel I feel awful. I've got no change of clothes, and we all looked in absolute state. That's that's all I've ever done. But I I want well last summer my brother got me a car for my birthday because he's very generous like that. Thank you. Um, Hang on a minute. Your brother buys you a car for your birthday. I'm lucky. I get. I normally get. There's twenty quid in your card, and then we start arguing. Going, I gave you thirty quid last year, lad. Yeah, or a ticket or something. Yeah, yeah no, he gave me a car for my birthday because he's a very nice person and he looks after me really well. Does he, does he want another brother? Yeah, everyone says that when he finds out about my car. Um, so he, he gave me the car, and I was. Everyone knows my missus works away. And I was sat there and I'd had this car for like a day and I'd done like six miles and it literally took it from my mum's back home. And I went, do you know what? I'm on my own. I'll go for a little drive. I'll have to drive up to Preston, have a little mute round and then come back. I got to the junction on the M6 for Preston and thought, I'm here now. I might as well go to Blackpool. Got to the junction of Blackpool and went, actually, I'll go to um, Windermere because there's a nice chippy in Windermere. Got to the junction for, for Windermere. Yeah. <laughs> got to the junction for Windermere and went, actually, I quite like driving. I drove all the way to Gretna Green. Literally yeah. went to the shopping centre, got a pasty, turned around and drove all the way back home again. Wow. Just for a wow. pasty. Well, that's like the opposite end of the scale to Andy yeah. going for 20,000. Yeah. Safety. You went, went for one you pasty. You went for a, some chips and a pasty. Chips and it. a pasty. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we're going to have a little natter about Miss Heard song lyrics. The only reason we're doing this is because I watched Peter Kay the other week. And he was doing his little misheard song lyrics oh, with his yeah. microphone and his tape recorder. Yeah. So I thought we'd have a go. I've got some better ones than him, I think, though. Oh. oh so right, we'll go right. for a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll have the promise from Girls Aloud. 
The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Welcome back. You're listening to The Lads. I am Dickie Mint. I'm Andy. And we've got Dave with us from uh, Mind, Body and Soul and also Method Monk. Monk. Nearly said Method Monkey then. Uh, (laughs) Method Monk. Uh, We are now, uh, sorry, the song was Girls Allowed. The Promise. The Promise. Yeah. I'm glad you see you. You tell me off for liking the Backstreet Boys, but you know the titles of Girls Allowed songs. Yeah. Because it's in front of you. <laughs> Not because it's in front of me, because as a good producer slash radio, radio worker, presenter DJ, yeah, you should know songs. Okay. So is you that big, is that a big music at, at the Southport Food and Drink Festival? Everyone was loving it. Everybody, yeah. A big shout out to uh, Southport uh, Food and Drink Festival and also to uh, Sefton Council and Victoria Park. Yeah, we're, we're back, aren't we? We are. We, we are, are with the, the fireworks. fireworks. It's, yeah. uh, it's so good. So if you're about to come down, it starts at it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's starts at six. Gates um, open. You can't miss us. We're in a big blue van. Big well, big blue, van. big blue van slash stage yeah. with music blasting out of it. So yeah. come and say hello. Come and say hello. Um, so the other week I was watching Peter Kay because I've got a feeling he's going to announce a tour soon. I'd love to go. So I was getting myself back into that mindset of watching it. And it was the um, the special where he was doing the misheard song lyrics. Oh, yeah. So we have got some misheard song lyrics. We've only got one that was on his show and it's a classic one, so we won't even talk about this one, but everybody knows what this is supposed to sound like. Are you ready? You can just hear it, you know. <laughs> so it got me thinking, so I had a little look around, and to be honest with you, most of them are from the earlys. Earlys? The 80s. <laughs> Which the is 80s, early. The 90s or the early 2000s. So... Can anyone guess? So are we, are we going to have to guess? We have to be polite. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to drop a swear word yeah, yeah. here, but are, are we are we going to try and guess what? what you obviously we... know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Right, so okay. are you ready? First you one. Hit me with your best shot. That's what it is. But it sounds like hit me with your pet shark. Are <laughs> 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 you ready? By the way, I should have said all these songs are now going to be ruined. Yeah, you know you what? Know. It's it's like when you hear an advert. If somebody sells out their amazing song to an advert like a crisp manufacturer, and then you hear it, I lose all respect. Me, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. can't play that song again in my car. I, I can't listen to Ed Sheeran because it just reminds me of a certain shop. I can't listen to Ed Sheeran full stop. Well, let's not go there, Lewis, <laughs> isn't it? Go on then. Okay, next one. Naked or not. Naked yeah, or not. Yeah. Okay. Next one. No There's a what? There's a... Play it again. No dog in the classrooms. No dogs are allowed in the classroom. No dogs or cats allowed in the classroom. I can't believe I actually guessed <laughs> that right. I've never heard that before. That's hilarious. This one involves an animal. She's an easy lover. No, she's an easy llama. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're ruining these songs. Yeah, you can't now, unhear it now, can you? You know this one. There's my Jones, there's my Tandora. No, there's my Tally Tubby. Just... There's the there's my territory. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Shakira could sing that to me. I wouldn't be bothered. <laughs> this is my favourite one. Go on. He's odd and hairy. He's odd what and am hairy. I thinking? <laughs> well, he's odd and hairy. I love it. Um, I've only got two more now. Go on, hit us with, with the last two. We're going to eat pizza. We're going to eat pizza. Play it again. Yeah, I can I can see that. I used to love them. Was it the Venga Boys? What's the Venga Boys? It was wasn't Venga it? Boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a tune. Um, and I, I think everyone knows this one because this was on Peter K as well. You got me begging you for mercy. Oh, I haven't heard this one. What is it? Play you, it again. You got me begging you for mercy. You got me begging you for Percy. No, Birdseed. You got me begging you for mercy. Oh Lord, no! I'm not having that one. <laughs> I'm not having that one. It's real. So, um, they are quite good. Have, have you ever misheard any song lyrics and sang no, the wrong things? I was singing one. I, was, I, I cannot repeat the lyrics I was singing in the office yesterday with Amy. Uh, but uh, needless to say, Amy was found it hilarious and then threatened to slap me. Uh, I won't sing the lyrics. I can't even remember the name of the actual song. Uh, and if I actually start to sing it, I'll end up singing the changed lyrics. But yeah, I do, quite, I do it on a regular basis, obviously because the station's on in the background yeah. as we're in the office. I regular, I like to change the words. I think it's hilarious if you change the words to songs. But like I said before, the worst thing I, the, the thing I hate is when you hear a good song and then they sell it to a crisp company or a window company and then you hear it and like we were saying those songs now every time i hear one of those songs i'm going to be thinking birdseed or my llama or something like that and it's the same when i hear a certain song i just think of a crisp company and i'm like oh it's ruined it i used to think it was such a good song and now all i do is think of crisps i'm like i'm hungry so yeah that's, uh... it's not a, so do you know purple haze by Jimi hendrix Yes. There's a line in it where he says, excuse me while I kiss the sky. Right. Right. And everybody got confused and was saying, excuse me while I kiss this guy. That many people were doing it. Jimi Hendrix used to change the words while he was playing it to, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, and I'm not being funny. Some of the lyrics I've changed, I actually could be a professional songwriter. Uh, I'm not blowing my own trumpet here, but I, <laughs> I do think I could. I, some of the lyrics I change, I think, are better than the actual lyrics of the song. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's uh, for a different show after Watershed. Well, even Paul Young, it's the the actual misheard song lyric is probably an actual better one than the actual lyric. What is it? So every time you go away, you take a piece of me with you. Yeah. But people get confused and say, every time you go away, you take a piece of meat with you. 
I'd rather take a piece of meat I'd, than someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, good steak. Good yeah. steak or big fat gammon. Yeah. <laughs> Any more? Let's have a look. Sweet dreams are made of cheese. Sweet dreams. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dream. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like. It. Yeah, I think it. I think it improves some. Of the, I'll be honest. I think it improves some of the songs. Uh, but yeah, but notice they're all from. A lot of them are eighties, nineties. There's a team that Friends has a lot to answer for as well. So do you know Tiny Dancer by yeah. Elton John? It says, hold me close, Tiny Dancer. Somebody on Friends, one of the characters said that he, that he was saying, hold me close, Tony Danza. <laughs> and that's stuck now. Tony Danza walks around going, uh, is Elton John singing about you? Nice. You'd be impressed if you were him. <laughs> yeah, would be. Right, that's all we've got time for. Um, I've quite enjoyed today's show. Well, it's been a good chat. It's nice having you in, Dave. It's been it good. Is, yeah. Let's come back in in a couple up. of weeks and let us know yeah. how the event went and what you've got planned coming up. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks a lot for everything and thanks a lot for any kind of publicity or your socials that we can get uh, the word yeah. spread. That's great. Well, anybody listening now, we'll, uh, we will put everything up on the socials, so keep an eye out on that uh, so you can get in touch with Dave uh, and anything that you need him or his colleagues or his company for. You can, you'll can you be able to get in touch. We have the big fella on after us so if you want yeah. to get your requests in for Backstreet Boys uh, make sure you give them an email at studio at liverpoolliveradio.com yeah you can also text them on double eight double four oh start your message with the word scouse and then leave your song request we will see you next week goodbye bye 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 the lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool helping you deal with mental health problems in a more positive way Liverpool Live.